Could Tennessee quarterback Hennon Hooker be one of the biggest draft values this year? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Kate Majuk. Check her out on Twitter at Kate Majuk. Kate, let's just jump right into it. Today we were talking about Hendon Hooker, quarterback from Tennessee. Do you think he has a chance to be one of the bigger values in your dynasty leagues? Here's the thing. If Hendon Hooker hits, like, let's start from the beginning. Quarterback out of Tennessee um, looked really, really fantastic in his 2022 season. Um, Second year senior, it transferred in from Virginia Tech, um, had two seasons in Tennessee's offense. And, he might have been a candidate uh, for the Heisman Trophy had it not been yes. for a season-ending end- torn ACL. It was super unfortunate. But, like, despite the stats being great, despite, like, him looking really promising, there are a lot of things that hold me back a bit in terms of my hype for Hennon Hooker. First of all, Marcus, it's got to be the age. I want to start there because that in and of itself – hasn't been a great track record, right? He turned 25 years old uh, this past January. And we know the track record, generally speaking for these guys, isn't fantastic, right? We had, uh, he was in college for for five years. um, And in his 2022 season, like he's basically a grown man amongst boys, right? Like, yep. He should he should be outplaying these guys. He should be outplaying eighteen to twenty year olds with his experience in the game. So, uh, tell us a little bit about the history of older quarterbacks uh, drafted and how that usually translates to the NFL level. Uh, not great. I, I, it's, it's not very good. So I, I've got a list I pulled together by Pro Football Reference of every quarterback drafted since two thousand ten. That was 24 or older. Remember, Hedden Hooker's 25. But here's the list. You tell me, Kate, how many of these players have turned out in the NFL? TJ Yates, Tyler Wilson, Clayton Thorson, Ryan Tannehill, uh, Ricky Stanzi, Tom Savage, Tony Pike, your guy Kenny Pickett, Bryce Petty, Trace McSorley, Colt McCoy, Jake Lutton, Landry Jones, Chandler Harnish, Will Greer, uh, Garrett Grayson, Ryan Finley, Danny Etling, Brandon Daughtry, B.J. Daniels, Kirk Cousins, Sean Canfield, Brandon Allen, Skylar Thompson, Brad Sorensen, Chris Oladokun, I believe the Steelers took in the seventh round last year, already out of the league, and Brandon Whedon. So of that list, we've got two quarterbacks, right? Ryan Tannehill and Kirk Cousins, neither of which have really ever been top seven or eight dynasty quarterbacks, right? No, and like so that that's the one thing, right? We can't change the age, um, but like the other part that we need to talk about is that again, uh, as I previously alluded, uh, he's he's twenty five years old and he's got this torn ACL. So, yes. like yes. 
he's been rehabbing. Um, you know, there's relatively good news. It seems like he's going to be on track to be ready for week one of the NFL season. Um, you know, medicals at the NFL combine seemed generally positive, but not only are you talking about this guy that would be a huge outlier from a perspective of, um, you know, like translating to the NFL level at that age, like that's, that's one knock, but you also have a rookie quarterback who's probably going to miss a lot of really valuable reps in whatever offense that he's drafted into. So I wanted to get those out of my way, out of the way for the concern. How, how much does the torn ACL impact your evaluation of him? Not, not a ton. I mean, it's a little bit, obviously you can't just ignore it, but I don't think he was somebody who was going to come in and start as a rookie. Anyways, my issue with head and hooker is the stats are amazing, right? They're fantastic, but I still, it's still, I don't know. I, I don't love I don't love what I saw on tape. Just for example, the these are numbers via pro football focus. The no play action grade, 59th percentile. The clean pocket grade, 73rd percentile. Standard drop back grade, 73rd percentile. First and second down grade, 76th percentile. While those are all above average, it's not like those are elite, elite numbers. And if you're taking a quarterback who's already 25 that has – this knee injury, I I want him to walk on water essentially, right? Like I want him to be this absolutely dynamic player. And while I think Hedden Hooker's really good, I'm not sure he's dynamic. Here's the thing about it. Like it just from like, there's just the, the overall um, kind of issue. And like, I'm going to very broadly compare his situation to that of like a Bryce Young, right? Like Bryce Young is this, impeccable prospect who's got this less than ideal frame less than ideal height but you overlook that because of everything else he shows on the football field like that is a player that is easy to you know overlook that downfall even if it is uh even if him overcoming that 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 frame uh would be a historic feat much like we had faith in, in Devonta Smith, right? Like you think, okay, this prospect really does walk on water. There's so much else that like every other box is checked to perfection. Um, That's not the case with Hen and Hooker. And I think um, just right out of the gate, like we, there's, there's lots uh, of of other things that we can talk about. I think he's got, um, you know, nice tools he's got just a a nice i I, I would say they're all they're all above average tools but i don't think there's any elite tools there do you think there are no no and i like and again that's what holds you back from being able to overlook uh you know the age overlook the the torn acl the reps he's gonna miss like he's got he's got size he's got uh, you know a, a nice resume but it's not anything that just makes me over the moon. So like if I'm just from an NFL perspective, if I'm an NFL team and I see the opportunity to draft Hendon Hooker as a backup for my team, that that would be the ideal situation. But Marcus, we're not looking at him as a, a potential league backup. Um, like 
we're starting to see him climb into some mock drafts up into the first round. Which is bonkers. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I, I, I want to ask you about one of the things that we're seeing a lot right now is people comparing him to Jalen Hurts, right? Because he's got very similar numbers coming out of Oklahoma. He's maybe doesn't have elite tools, but he is a good enough runner. He can throw the ball down the field. Could he develop into a Jalen Hurts in the NFL? Let's talk about potential landing spots next. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. The Built Built Mart Madness uh, bracket is here, and we have. We all have our favorite built bars. I actually ordered three boxes of the cookie dough chunk yesterday. Absolutely favorite. Now it's your time to make it count. Go to builtmarchmadness.com to vote for your favorites. Again, you know I'm going to be voting for the cookie dough. And if you want to support your favorite sports team, then you're going to be voting for that bar too. Support your team, support your bar or puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you'll be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky Lockdown listeners will get a free box of Built. Not only that, but one Lockdown fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have the absolute best Built Bars or Puffs delivered straight to your door every single month. You've got to try Built Bar. They're absolutely fantastic. Best protein bar on the market right now. Seriously, they're so amazing. You're not even going to know that they're good for you. 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 4 grams of sugar. You absolutely can't beat that. Plus, covered in 100% real chocolate. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop on and support your pick. All right, Kay, let's talk landing spots. You mentioned you've seen a couple of mock drafts with Head and Hooker in the first round. I think that's asinine, but... Where would you like to see him land to potentially give him the most potential dynasty value? Oh, Marcus, this is, this is really hard. So like looking at head and hooker as a prospect, right? Like a big problem with evaluating him and where he might find success at the NFL level is because of where he comes from, right? The Tennessee volunteers, they run lots of go routes. Like it, it's not a very realistic system uh, Mm -hmm. when you're, you're talking about um, like what we see in today's modern NFL. Sure. We see, uh, you know, more pass heavy schemes, but like, this is just all, all, you know, guys running go routes. One of them has to be wide open and he rolls with it. Right. Like, how does that translate to the NFL? I, I don't like, where does it translate? I really don't know. Um, you know, I think the best opportunity for him uh, in terms of, of translation might be, um, you know, one of these offenses that, you know, do lots of zones, spread guys out across the field mm-hmm. um, in hopes that, you know, maybe that uh, generates enough separation that, that, things roll smoothly but i, I don't got three, have a great feel for where it is i got three different landing spots and all three of them at different points in the draft but I, I want your thoughts let's start with the one that i've seen the most which is head and hooker to the minnesota vikings at the end of the first round which again i think that's way too high but the reasoning there would be kirk cousins is in the final year of his deal you could draft head and hooker let him sit for a year, let him get healthy, and then in 2024, hand the reins over to him on an offense that's already pretty talented. Okay. Are you in or out? 
I don't love it. Um, I don't love it either. It's not my favorite fit. No, I, I just think like this is, and also, I mean, the Minnesota Vikings are, are in kind of a weird spot anyway, like, um, playoff team, but you know, like have some departures, like rumors that they might be trading Dalvin cook. Like what, what phase of their franchise are they in? I don't know, but again, it's really hard to imagine that, that Hendon hooker is going to be, uh, your franchise guy, um, but I mean, let's say maybe the Vikings come out and, um, you know, I don't know. I, just I think, think they have. I, th- I think the reasoning would be behind the pick is well, hey, if you draft them in round one, you get the fifth year option. It gives you a little bit more time here, and then on top of that, I think Minnesota believes that they're going to be a playoff caliber team again next year. So if you're going to be drafting twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. You're just not going to have a shot at one of the top quarterbacks. So this is a good way to continue to compete now, draft a guy, have him sit for a year, and then we'll see what it looks like in 2024. Again, not my favorite spot, but it's certainly an option. The next one, Kate, I think you might like a little bit more. Now, everybody's penciling in the Colts to draft a quarterback at number four. But what if they just – what if three quarterbacks go before them? What if it's C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young – Anthony Richardson, and they just don't love Will Levis. What if they wait until round two, you draft Hennon Hooker, and you have him sit for half a year. Remember, they did sign Gardner Minshew, and you pair him with uh, Shane Strykton, who was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles, that obviously knows how to develop a quarterback and to put him in an advantageous situation. Would you like Hennon Hooker to the Colts in round two? I would. Um, I, I think I'd like for them to maybe make uh, some more investment in their, their receiving core. Um, but I do, I like that, that idea a little bit better. Um, there is one team that's like just behind the Colts there in the second round that I'm kind of curious about uh, Marcus. Let's talk about the Rams at mm. pick 36. Um, they're kind of in a, like a, an interesting position here. You know, Matthew Stafford, his, 2022 season ended prematurely there was rumors that maybe he'd consider retirement he's come out to say that's not the case for 2023 but there were real concerns uh based on like the health situation right like he had a mm-hmm. couple of scares this year mm-hmm. um there were there were just a, a lot of question marks there and um you know baker mayfield i think you know filled filled the gap nicely but Mm-hmm. This is a team that's going to need to start planning uh, for what is beyond Matthew Stafford. They won their Super Bowl with him. How long can they extend this run? I don't know, but I do think if you know he's going to be healthy in 2023, that gives them a year. Uh, you know, again, let Hendon Hooker officially. Um, kind of round out his rehab there and, and really come into the season as strong and physically healthy as possible. Um, you know, I think Sean McVay, great, great offensive mind uh, to be learning from Matthew Stafford, a great quarterback to be playing behind. They've got Cooper cup. Like they, they have a lot of nice assets within this team. And I do think that Sean McVay is a creative enough quarterback that even if you can't mimic that, kind of offensive scheme that you have in Tennessee. I think Sean McVay can create something uh, 
spicy enough that sure. maybe we're going to to generate some plays that aren't yep. going to be as challenging for Hooker to navigate. I, I think I think you're right. That would be a great fit for Head and Hooker. I don't know if it's a great fit for the Rams because that would be their first pick. And I kind of think that team is like quietly quitting right now. They're, they're trying to get ready for Caleb Williams in next year's draft. Uh, so I, I just don't know if they want to invest a second round pick on a team that's maybe trying to go winless this year. I won't. won't we've, we've seen though that the Rams make some crazy <laughs> decisions. Like, they've they've been without first round picks they like it, i thought tutu atwell was maybe one of their most surprising picks ever yes. in the second round like this team does make surprising picks that don't always make sense to the rest of us but again even if you're going with with Caleb Williams and that's sort of your plan um you know if if you can get Hendon Hooker he can be that backup sure. and you you get to see like genuinely what uh what he has to offer without that sort of pressure. And it, like, I don't think Hendon hooker is a QB one in this league, but perhaps I'm wrong. Uh, yeah. And if there is going to be a coach to pull it out of him, I think it could be Sean McVay. I've got one more landing spot that I, I think you're actually going to like this one. Uh, this team has multiple picks in round one and round two. And I don't know if they have a long-term quarterback option on the roster. What about the Detroit lions? The Lions, I don't think are going to draft a quarterback in the first round of this year's class because they do pick at 6 and 18. I think they're likely to use those picks to address their defense, but they pick at 48 and 55. What if they spent the 48th pick on Hendon Hooker? And like, you know what? We've got Jared Goff under contract this year. We we don't need Hendon Hooker to play. He can be our backup or our third-string quarterback. And let's let's just reevaluate where we are after the 2024 season. This team is loaded on the offensive line. They've got playmakers galore. They've got Jamison Williams, who should be healthy this year, that can stretch the field. I love Ben Johnson working with Hennon Hooker. I think that is a spot where if he gets drafted by the Lions in the second round, I would I would be willing to start taking shots at him in my dynasty leagues. I this is my favorite fit that we've talked about so far. Um, the question for me, does he make it to 48? I don't know. But Marcus, I mean, we did this exercise last year, right? We always tend to push these quarterbacks up the draft board. Mm -hmm. We had uh, several quarterbacks projected to go in the first round. Uh, you know, Malik Willis at one point was talked about uh, as a potential top three pick and he fell into the third round. Like there, you know, there's a very wide range of potential outcomes here, but uh, if he falls to Detroit at 48, I really like that. I think at that point, it's worth it. Like, but not a ton of risk, but the potential reward uh, could be significant, it, especially with the offense they've built. It, and if he doesn't turn out to be a starting quarterback, whatever, it's a it's a second round pick. Even if he ends up becoming like a good backup, like it's fine. Like it's obviously it's not ideal, but it's not the worst case scenario either. And this doesn't. If you spend pick 48 and your season just goes haywire and you end up four and 13, which is not going to happen, it doesn't put you out of the quarterback market next year either. So I think that's why it makes so much uh, sense for Detroit. Okay, let's uh, let's do some projecting uh, of Hedden Hooker's dynasty value next. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. We've got the college basketball tournament last night. What's some awesome, awesome games. 
And there's no better place to get in on the action than America's number one sports book, FanDuel. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is bonus bets back. If your uh, first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com slash on and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on anything and everything from the money lines, point spreads, to which teams will actually be cutting down the net at the end of this tournament. All in an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 back. When you join FanDuel today, just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. All right, okay, let's talk about Head and Hooker's dynasty value. He's pretty clearly being ranked behind the top four quarterbacks, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis. Um, just overall, you win or out on his dynasty value? As of right now, I'm out. And like you alluded, Marcus, I do think probably the one place that might buy me back in is the Detroit Lions. And that's yep. because of – Again, the opportunities because of the playmakers that surround him. Like, um, you know, I, I think what we've seen out of him from Tennessee, like he's he's been a really nice passer, really low turnover rate. He's got, you know, the mobility to, when healthy, um, you know, use his legs as a part of that game. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, he could offer a team like the Lions who have built, you know, in terms of their run game offensive line and receiving core, like they're just really well balanced. And I do think that hooker actually brings a lot of balance in terms of his ability as a passer uh, and the way that he complements that with the run. I'm more in wait and see mode. We know that fit matters so much for quarterbacks and we know that draft capital matters, right? Look no further than, Last year's quarterback class at this time last year, where we were talking about, hey, is Malik Willis QB one? Is it Sam Howell? Is it Matt Corral? Howell went in the fifth round. Matt Corral went in the end of the third round. Malik Willis went in the top of the third round. It just instantly tanked all of their dynasty values. So if Hedden and Hooker ends up being a top 25 pick, I'll be interested. If he ends up going late third round or fourth round, I'm going to be out on a 25 year old backup that a team doesn't really view as a potential franchise quarterback. So I think, I think the play here is just to wait and see. Yeah, I I think the one thing that probably everybody can agree on is those question marks do, you know, build a definitive tier break between those yes. top four quarterbacks. However, you know, you want to rank the top three. We know Will Levis is in that conversation, but after Will Levis, the drop off, you know, down to Hennon Hooker, Max Duggan, like though that's a big a big tear break here. And, but I mean, there's, there's some upside there. So wait and see. I I think he's going to be a guy that we're going to have to revisit after the draft and really dive into what that offense looks like, who, who is there to help him develop as an NFL quarterback. Um, Does he have the luxury of sitting behind a veteran quarterback while, Mm -hmm you know, the rest of it comes together. Yeah. I I think that's going to be key for him, but right now it just gut reaction too many red flags for me to, to be in. Do you know what's a bigger red flag though? Will Levis putting mayonnaise in his coffee. Did you hear this? (sighs) 
black black coffee is the only way to do this thank you wow that's the best take you've ever had of this podcast so there you go (laughs) way to to close out the show strong i love it uh that is it (laughs) that is it for today's show thank you for making lockdown dynasty your first listen every day now make your second listen the lockdown nfl scouting show with the draft dudes from free agency to the draft salary cap management and more Join NFL experts Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino as they take you through what it's like to build a successful NFL franchise every Monday through Friday. Find Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes wherever you get your podcasts in on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Go check out our show on YouTube. We post shows every single day. Uh, Go follow Kate on Twitter, at Kate Majuk. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Go uh, enjoy your weekend. We'll see you guys right back here on Monday.